Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history, trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Now on to this week's episode. This week on the Rock News Weekly Podcast, week of January 16th, 2023, season five, episode number two. This week, we talk about the unfortunate passing of a guitar legend, Jeff Beck, at the age of 78. But it's also festival announcement season. Major festival announcements from Sonic Temple, Bottle Rock, Boston Calling, Coachella, Bonnaroo, and more. We're going to be going through our favorites off those lineups. Plus, this week in rock and roll, history, trivia, weekly WTF, and so much more. All of our links are up at rocknewsweekly.com. And watch us live every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. All right, it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Chris here, as well as Dahlia. What's up? Oh man, uh, <laughs> it's been a it's been a crazy week here uh, in California. We've had some yep. pretty crazy weather, huh? Oh yes, uh, flooding, evacuations. Yep, all that stuff. So <sighs> hopefully, wherever you guys are at, it's not as crazy as what yep. it's been um, today uh, or this past week. Uh, here in California, all over the state, it's been really crazy. Yeah. So, hopefully, you guys are doing all right wherever you're at. So, let's get into the news for the week. Uh, all right, I got our new stream deck here, uh, so we're able to switch on the fly. So we should be able to. Uh, oh, do... look at well, we're fancy now. Yeah, so we should be able to uh, switch these scenes uh, seamlessly. So, thank you, Dahlia, for this uh, lovely Christmas present that is making the stream better. <laughs> you're welcome. All right. So this when I week, was like looking at, it, I was like, "What the hell is this?" He's the tech guy. Yeah, it just does. It's a it's a little hotkey, little unit where you can program these keys to do different things, and uh, helps with streaming, makes it a lot easier. So this week on the Rock News Weekly Podcast, week of January 9th, season five, episode number two, actually, uh, week of uh, January sixteenth, uh, the passing of guitar legend Jeff Beck at the age of seventy eight. That was a big deal this week. Uh, but it's also festival announcement season. Major mm-hmm. festival announcements from Sonic Temple, Bottle Rock, Boston Calling, Coachella, Bonnaroo, Bottle and more. Bottle Rock, that's the Napa one. Yep, we're going to go. I was trying to th- tell one of my colleagues, I was like, there's this one, because she's like, I want to go to a music festival. And she wants to go to Cali Roots, because she likes reggae, right? but she yep. likes a variety of music. I'm right. like, there's one in Napa, you'd like that one, because the weather's not bad. No, it's, it's a lot not. of shade, right? it's a nice environment. Bottle Rock. We'll go through all those lineups, yeah. go through some of our favorites. Uh, everything's up at rocknewsweekly.com. Of course, anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe if you guys would like to support us for three ninety nine a month. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, we're all at Rock News Weekly. I think YouTube is actually Rock News Weekly 3113, but I have to change that, see if I can put in a thing to change it. It's They assigned us oh, some they weird... they assigned it? Yeah, some weird number after it. That is it, weird. Uh, the way that YouTube does, and I guess you can't really... At least it's an easy sequence of numbers. Yeah, it's not too bad, 31, right? 13. Would have been cool if it was 2112, like the Rush album. Alright, so tour news. <laughs> well, for, we'll get to that in a minute, but the In Memoriam uh, salute to Jeff Beck, a true guitar legend, um, passing away on January 10th at the age of 78. Um, his family issued a statement which read, quote, It is with deep and profound sadness that we share the news of Jeff Beck's passing. 
After suddenly contracting bacterial meningitis, he peacefully passed away yesterday. His family asked for privacy while they processed this tremendous loss. And we've been talking about it on uh, on the air and on the station, and everybody's kind of talking about the type of guitar player Jeff Beck was. He was like a finger pick style. He didn't use an actual Oh, pick. really? Yeah, and he was really unique in that regard that he was one of the first ones to kind of use all of his fingers and his hands and not use a pick at all. And uh, that was kind of his style, um, and uh, he was he was known for that. So he was he was definitely unique. Um, he was with the Yardbirds after replacing Eric Clapton, uh, Jeff Beck Group, which was the first incarnation actually of what was supposed to be Led Zeppelin, uh, all that stuff. So uh, he was a legendary guy, but he lived a long life, seventy-eight. Yeah. You know, so uh, R.I.P. Jeff Beck. All right, so let's but get bacterial meningitis. Though I mean, that's a shitty yeah. way to go because that's something that can be cured. Yeah, you would think that somebody like of his age and his um, wealth and all of that that they would have you know been able to see that and combat that, but I don't know. That stuff sneaks up on you quick, so who knows? Yeah. Right? Um, so anyway, all right, let's get to the uh, the big lineups here. Let's get to the big screen so you guys can see some of the lineup action here for Sonic Temple. This is big, man. Uh, May twenty fifth through I the twenty eighth. I saw this. This is pretty good. I got to say, yeah. these are um, this is the same people that put on Aftershock. Danny Wimmer presents. This is in Columbus, Ohio. What's standing out to you right off the top? Uh, uh, that it looks like an Aftershock lineup. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, Everybody can see most of that there. Except they have a little bit more variety. They have Jawbreaker. They have... Uh, Oh, I was looking down more. But uh, is there something that you're wanting me to? No, no, no. Oh, oh. Just anything well, that stands out. I think it's out. cool that Tool and Pussifer are both going to be there. Shows Maynard plans on being in Ohio for that whole time. Yeah, usually he does that for the festivals, right? Sometimes he'll do double or triple duty uh, yeah. for, for some of his uh, things that he does. What else stands out for you? Um... We're talking about Event Sevenfold. We haven't like we That's haven't pretty cool. seen I'm glad them to see. before. Yeah. Well, they put out this new album. Well, and it I was... haven't seen them before. No, me live. either. Me either. They put out their latest album, Event oh, they Sevenfold. Have a new album? Yeah. Well, they're going to be releasing it this year, but they delayed it because of COVID, and it, it's tied in with the live show. Oh. And so, since they Are couldn't they do that, be at Sick New World. No, they came on the 2000s. Nope. That's more like a nine, late 90s band. I bet you Event Sevenfold will be at Aftershock. Yeah. Especially if they're going to plan on like <laughs> debuting their new album. I think so. So, Queens of the Stone Age, I haven't seen them live either. I've seen them. I liked them back yeah, in the early them. 2000s. We did? I think we did. Oh. Oh, that was the show I went with uh, Chris Switzer. Yeah, I didn't go I don't to think that. You, did, you didn't go to that, yeah. No, I wouldn't know Age, if yeah. I went to a Queens of the Stone Age show. Yeah. But yeah, no, that, sound, that looks cool. Deftones, I always like watching the Deftones. We've seen them several times. seen Tool several times as well. Uh, like you but mentioned, there old. was some nice little surprises like Jawbreaker there. Yeah. Uh, White Reaper, uh, Knocked Loose, um, Sometimes Suicidal these, Tendencies. I love going to the metal shows because they're just fun. You get a lot of like energy from the crowd. It yep. just, you know, an adrenaline. But it's nice to have... Like especially if it's like a three day, even two day, it's nice to have like that the break variety. in music. Yep. You're like, okay, I'm done listening to metal. Let's get so, some reggae in there. Speaking of that, for your coworker who wants the variety, and for maybe oh, people who rock, want yep. something a little bit different, this is Bottle Rock, and we we can say that we've been to this one. Yeah. Um, we we've only been to it one time. It was way back in 2014, oh, I believe. Oh, got to interview Scott. 
Wayland, or yeah. were there in the press? We were there in the press anyway. room. Uh, we asked a question to his camp. That um, was like months before he died. Yeah, Scott Wyland. He was with the Wildabouts at the time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was a that was a crazy one. But yeah, yeah, so anyway, check this out. Check out the lineup here, guys. Yeah, that's interesting. Post Rock. Malone and the Smashing Pumpkins. I wonder if Post Malone will go on with Billy Corgan. No, I think it's like you have your choice. Like to, oh. Two different stages. Yeah, it's kind of like the way Coachella does, where they um, kind of give you a choice. That would be cool. Um, but as far as for Friday, I'd like to see Post Malone, Smashing Pumpkins. But as far as the rest, I'm like, meh. Yeah, nothing. Paris Jackson. What is she? She's doing music now. Hold on, let me. Uh, Paris. Or he? Uh, Paris Jackson. She? Oh Which yeah, one is yeah. That one? That's, um, that's her, right? Well, oh, or is that the Young Son? So that's Young know. Son's blanket. Okay, let me put the camera. Right there, that way. Oh no, Paris. Uh, he's the middle son. Yeah, right. Uh, so he I, does I don't like know. producing. I guess st- type stuff. Okay, oh, so good. there we go. So we got right. a Jackson kid on there. Yep. Um, let's see. Saturday, Lizzo. Like, she's cool. I get it, but not really. No. But Duran Duran, I would love to see them live. That. Yeah, cool. Duran Duran's pretty cool. That's the one that stood out for me as well. Um. Nile Rodgers and Sheik, that would be pretty neat. Nile oh, Rodgers. Oh, yeah, Nile Rodgers is legit, He did a lot man. of stuff with Daft Punk. Yeah, he did. He was on that whole album, uh, Random Access Memories. So what is he, do you think he's going to be doing there? And now a message from one of our sponsors. Sorry. When you're about to saddle up and, and then we go into ball right. No, no, no. <laughs> We're, we'll play that later. Just a little bit no, of technical no. difficulties. This stream deck is is a a, a wild uh, a wild beast here, so I got to be careful Hold with it. Hold it up for the viewers. Oh yeah, I guess I could show you guys here. So this is the stream deck. It, it changes all the scenes for us. Where's the? Oh, your hand. Like there it is. There you go. <laughs> You're like navigating where the there camera is. Go. There it is. It's older in front of you. This stream deck is really cool. That's it allows legit. me to change the scenes, but I just dropped it and pressed a bunch of buttons, so it changed all the scenes. So anyway, but pretty cool. It's a it's a a really handy thing. It's going to make this uh, streaming experience a lot better for everybody. Okay, so back to it. Um, now Rogers Chic, yes, awesome. Wu Tang Clan's there. I oh, thought yeah. that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Crow's kind of making a comeback as well. No, oh, that'd be cool. I don't um, know if I've seen her. I doubt. No, I'd never seen her. Maybe in passing at a festival, but didn't want to stop because I was going to see somebody else that I had preferred right. to see. Uh, Thiev- Thievery Corporation, uh, cool, like kind of dub instrumental type of stuff. Is that um, Warren G? Warren G's there uh, doing oh, a silent like disco, which is kind of cool. Um, there's a bunch of people on there. Moon Alice is there. We've seen them a million times. It's cool, but the journey, man, the journey. Sucks. Los Lobos, Taj Mahal, some older ones. So anyway, yeah, um, the the journey. What you're talking about is where you actually park. Yeah, they, they have you park at this car dealership, which is like. There was other parking, but it's really far away. It was away. really far. It was like three or four miles away. Yeah. And we, were, we parked where the car dealership was, where everybody was parking, and then we had to walk like three or four miles, and they kind of corral you. They have it all like fenced off, and you can only walk in this kind of certain area. And then you're like walking through all these neighborhoods. We were like walking through all these homes and stuff. It and people was strange. Were, like selling stuff out of their houses. And Not then, only that, where the festival ground is, if my memory serves me correctly and it's still in the same area, I didn't see any hotels to stay at. Like when no, we were walking, like it's, it's like literally 
It's a fairground. It's like a small fairgrounds in the neighborhood. It's really weird the way it's yeah. set up. And yeah, you're right. There wasn't any lodging in the immediate. You'd be having to drive. Yeah, you have to or, drive. We drove. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's crazy. So. Anyway, so that's uh, Bottle Rock. It is it is a nice variety, though. It uh, is. It's it, a cool festival. It's kind of like the Northern California version of Coachella in terms of uh, the variety, what you get, and the quality of the artists. i got to say it competes pretty good. With, I would I would much rather go to this than Coachella. This I'd year. rather go to this than Coachella. Well, Coachella's, it's just we'll, we'll see the Coach- We'll see the Coachella lineup here in a bit, but first it's Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. Which is happening June 15th through the 18th. This is a bucket list one for me. I'd love to see Bonnaroo one time. We got to try and uh, check it out maybe next year or something. It's just, it's in Tennessee. I know. The humidity and the heat. I understand. Unless I'm like, have a VIP experience or like I'm (laughs) up there with one of the artists (laughs) where I can like just go back into the the van and go back. But other than that, like I can't punk rock it anymore, man. I just. I guess I just don't have the desire to. Focusing on the lineup for the listeners here, uh, instead of your personal problems with festivals. Uh, First what world it, problems. What do you think about the lineup here? What what stands out to you? Uh, okay. So what stands out, so when we went out last night, Craig was mentioning that Foo Fighters were going to be touring again. So I see them on this lineup, so I, I, I'm wondering... Is Dave Grohl going to be drumming and singing? I don't know. Are they going to get a new drummer? That's what everybody's kind of wondering about the Foo Fighters situation. Are they going to get a new singer? And Dave Grohl do drums? I don't know. These are all great questions that we do not have the answer for. Got Sheryl Crow on there again, so she's making her around. Lil Nas on here again, so they're all touring. Um... I don't know. I don't even know who Zed's Dead is, other than the reference from Pulp Fiction, but I've never heard any of the music from the band. Oh, Diary of Planets on there. <clears throat> They're good. Yeah, and it's their first show in five years since they broke up. It's their oh, is first... that what happened to them? Yeah, they broke they up. Were good. And they good. I know. They they broke up, uh, and they haven't played a show for five years. This is their first show, and it's in their home state of Tennessee, which is really cool. So I'm excited to see them on there. I hope this means that we're going to get to see some more shows and maybe some music from them. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty awesome. I see Alesso on there. We just Alesso, saw him yeah, in we Vegas. just saw him in Vegas. So he's there on Sunday night. Chris took a selfie with him on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> able to walk right up to him there. Yeah, Humphreys McGee there, Revolution, uh, Marcus oh, yeah, Mumford. Uh, he's breaking yeah. off from Mumford and Son, doing his solo thing. Paramore. They're back on tour as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. A bunch of other bands yeah. on there. It's it's not bad. I mean, uh, Bonnaroo always has a strong lineup. A lot of jam band type stuff. I will for sure. Oh, I see Corn on there too. I will Kendrick for Lamar and yeah. Baby Keem. I mean, they got the hip hop covered. Yeah, they, they got see the rock Tyler covered. Childers on there. Yep. I will for sure watch the uh, live stream. Probably yeah, it's always nice. Not to, gonna make it this year. They won't have a lot of uh, the good ones on there, but it is always nice to watch the live stream, especially for Coachella as well. Yeah. All right. So next up, we got Boston Calling, guys. Boston Calling. This is a big one, and uh, this is the one that Craig was mentioning for uh, Foo Fighters, uh, and it, this one's definitely more rock focused. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a little oddball oh, ones see, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Marin Morris is there. Oh yeah, well, they have some little country in there, right? So there, it's not just rock, but there's uh, you know, some different things out there. Um, yeah, we got Paramores, Queens of the Stone Age, Alanis Morissette. Yeah, we're seeing Lumineers. a lot of repeat. Yep. 
repeat artists on repeat re artists, on, yeah, we on can these see different those. festivals. Flaming yeah. Lips, that's kind of a new oh, one. Oh yeah, that'll be cool. Um, I don't know if I've seen them before either. No, I don't think we have. I don't think we've seen them. King Gizzard and the Actually, Lizard Wizard. Actually, weren't the Flaming Lips? Uh, maybe I'm thinking. Weren't they at the Bottle Rock Fest when we went? I don't know. I, I feel don't like think they so. were. I don't know. Or I'm, maybe I'm just. I thought they were. I think we would. Thought remember. we saw them. But maybe we did. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, that's Memorial Day weekend. Um, Boston Calling, of course, in Boston. Uh, Memorial Day weekend. Friday through Sunday, May 26th through the 28th. Um, all right, another one up. Coachella this year. Uh, as you can tell, not very many rock artists right off the bat. The first one that I see is Gorillas, and that's I wouldn't really even say that they're a rock act per se. But if you look at the first two lines, Blondie's gonna be Blondie's there. gonna be there. That's wow. that's cool. That's they impressive. always like tuck in these little like nooks and crannies yeah, just they, to make it for everybody. They have a, they have some gems in there for sure. Yeah. But see how they have the kind of co-headliner situation as well, like the main headliner on the main stage. But then they also have Bad Bunny and Gorillas are going to be going on at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. Blackpink and Rosalia, uh, Rosalia, I guess. Um, Blackpink is the first Asian artist to headline Coachella in the history of the festival, so that was kind of cool. Um, and then Frank Ocean making the return, I believe he canceled for some reason the year before or something. And then Bjork. Uh, which is kind of cool to see Bjork uh, yeah. back on tour. Uh, maybe she has some new music. I don't know. Uh, but not a bunch of... I mean, there lot, we we um, we kind of notoriously like a lot of the smaller acts yeah. at Coachella, and I think that's where Coachella's strength really lies. Um, the, the headliners are always uh, attention grabbers and what sells the majority of the tickets, but... Coachella really does excel on those bottom three lines of the festival there, uh, introducing a lot of new artists. Like they, have, for example, they have Revolution on the third line there on Saturday uh, compared to where Revolution was, uh, I think it was on Bottle Rock or where, 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 where was it here? I don't remember. There's I can't remember. Too many. <laughs> I know, it's hard to keep track. Uh, but Revolution uh, was a lot higher at another festival, and so and their headliners at the reggae festival, right? And then they're headlining there. So for Coachella, they're like no big deal. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of shows the the variety and the quality that Coachella always does bring. Uh, but they're definitely uh, more leaning towards electronic music, yeah. popular music, hip hop. Stuff well, that's like what that. people are going for. They go and they right. want a freaking party and they want to like rave it out. It's crazy. It is, man, and we're we're getting too old for that desert partying, man. No, uh, it really is in the de in the desert. Uh, it truly. However, in the heart. that is definitely a bucket list. Like, oh, you got to check gotta it out. Go. I think you definitely got to go. Maybe on a year that has a couple artists that you know for sure you're gonna have a good time seeing. There is rock there at uh, Coachella. It's definitely you know five or six bands uh, a day that you could see but it's definitely few and far between uh, and it gets outweighed by a lot of the other stuff but it does offer that variety that i think um you know it's one of those festivals that you go for that variety as well yeah. right all right so let's uh continue there's another one coming up here that's a uh, punk rock one. It is festival season. I'm surprised you don't have the punk rock bowling up here. Is there not a line? Well, this is what we're going to get that's um, kind of similar. I'll show you. This one's in Ventura, though. It's called Punk in the Park. 
with Pennywise suicidal tendencies strung out, fear, manic Hispanic dwarves, the Bronx rotting out, drain, deviate, slaughterhouse, raptors, romper. Does this look any interesting to you uh, at all? Mm, not particularly. Pennywise is the headliner, i got to say, kind of weak. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're always around. Yeah, uh, but this this has the beer tastings, which um, okay, uh, kind of uh, is what this next thing is going to be about as See, well. Like if No Effects was there, then that seemed like more in the. But they're doing their own thing. Oh, okay. No Effects is doing something oh, with and- uh, Punk and Drublick, and it's forty years, forty cities, forty songs per day. Remember when they were like started to tour and then they got blacklisted for something that Fat Mike had said? What yeah, did he say? I can't was it remember. like something racist or was something political? Yeah, political or derogatory towards women or I can't remember what it was. And then it was just like the plug was pulled. Yeah, so that had was to like, lay low. Yeah, that, that was like four years ago. Yeah, now they're like, all right, let's just wait all till right, the 40th. We're good. <laughs> so they're going to be in San Francisco for us on September 16th. Uh, the special guests, uh, we can get a, a kind of a taste of what they have to offer because they have this show. It's called the Austin, Texas Campout in April. It's the No Effects final tour, April 22nd and 23rd. They're going to be doing a campout with No Effects headlining. And then Pennywise, Circle Jerks, Face to Face. I kind of like this lineup a little bit better with No Effects headlining than the other one. That's well, you're a Face to Face fan. I'm not really a Face to Face fan. I do like Face to Face. Uh, I like I like some of these younger ones here too, like Bad Cop, Bad Cop pairs. Yeah, uh, the Bomb Pops. They're not bad. They're, I like seeing a lot of the newer ones. Uh, the Riverboat Gamblers. Those guys are cool. Yeah, uh, we featured them on the Garage, and they've uh, done some stuff for us. But anyway, you guys could check all that out. Punkandrublickfest.com. Yeah, we might check it out. It depends. Couple news articles, uh, news stories this week. Uh, Vince Neal's got COVID. Had to cancel their. Um, Rock Island Fest in Key West, Florida, um, which is actually, I, I think it was supposed to be happening this weekend, and he put a statement out saying, quote, Hello, Rock Island friends. I'm sad to report that yesterday I was diagnosed with COVID. I'm okay, but this thing is really kicking my ass. All that being said, I am unable to perform at Rock Island next, fee- next week. I would like to extend my sincerest apologies. I was so looking forward to the show. I'm hopeful that we'll have the opportunity to make this up in 2024 so not even saying later this year so uh that's a bummer hopefully he'll get better though this was kind of a crazy story what do you think about this one i saw this cagey elephants matt schultz arrested for gun possession uh arrested on thursday night ten thousand dollar bail awaiting trial he was uh arrested in new york here's the details two firearms were found in his lower manhattan hotel reporting that cops were called when someone saw him take a gun from his pocket. He appeared to be intoxicated, while Consequence reported that the person allegedly, say, uh, Schultz carrying a handgun into a ground-floor public bathroom was actually an employee at the Bowery Hotel. So an employee saw this happen. When questioned by the NYPD, he admitted that he owned two 45 caliber handguns, a 6 hour and a Smith & Wesson, though at the time he reportedly claimed to not remember if they were still in the hotel. Upon searching, uh, they got a warrant, and they found the guns. So, what do you think? I mean, why is he uh, brandishing a weapon? Why is he busting why it out? Why are they unlicensed? Why are they unlicensed? Why does he have two guns? And he seems like a guy that wouldn't even, like, need a gun or want a gun. Like, what? what is he? Or, I don't know. Maybe he's just one of those crazy guys that... Yeah, he's a little nuts. So, I don't know. Weird, huh? Maybe he's going to be the new David Crosby. 
God, probably. <laughs> Matt Schultz. I would not doubt it. Just doing off-the-wall crazy shit. Got a big old bag of cocaine, a couple of pistols. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't. That wouldn't surprise me. Who knows, surprised man? Surprised they didn't find any drugs when they searched his I know, room. right? I'm surprised that you're actually absolutely right about that. All right, it's time for some birthdays. Happy birthday. Happy All right, time for some birthdays. Rock birthdays. Dahlia, take it away. All right, Tony K, former keyboardist of Yes, turned 77 this week. He looks like he's staring into your soul. He really does. I can't. I can't <laughs> look. Scroll, scroll fast. Dahlia, ah! I'm seeing your inner soul. Dahlia, wait, I'm not done. I'm not done yet. Heck no. All right. All right, Donald Fagging. Senior composer of Steely Dan turns 75 this week. Look at him. He's Look at getting down with cool it. Look at his tie. tie. Look at his cool loose. untucked tie. With no collar. It's like the 80s style. <laughs> 80s. That's 80s coked out style right there. Yeah, it is. Yep. All right. All right. Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin turns 79 this week. Still looking good. Still looking good. Dave Matthews turns 56 this week. David Johansson from the New York Dolls and Buster Point Dexter turned 73 this week. Dave Grohl, 54 this week. Yep, Dave Grohl, 54, man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Dave. Zach Wild turns 56 this week. Looking wild. Ah. Jeff Tate from Queensryche turned 64 this week. Looks like he's uh, summoning the uh, underworld deity Paimon there. Yeah, calling him from Silent his, uh, lucidity. Calling him from the depths. <laughs> All right, I think this time before we get to the trivia, let's do an ad, and uh, we can do that right now. How about we do um, crow milk chuggins or crow milk chuggers? Let's do it. And now a message from one of our sponsors. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Ball Jack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Balljack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his balljack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his balljack. Woo! Balljack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. Doesn't that doesn't that just make you thirsty for some ball jack? Mmm, nice, thick, creamy ball jack. <laughs> yep. Ooh. Yep. Uh, all right. Time for uh, on that note. <laughs> this week, 
in rock and roll history trivia. That's right. Uh, this week in rock and roll history trivia. Dahlia, I got a question for you and everyone out there. This week in 2005, a statue of this musician is unveiled at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery in Los Angeles. Who was it? Is it A, Johnny Ramone, B, Johnny Lee Hooker, C, Ray Manzarek, or D, David Crosby, posing as a pirate with a toucan on his shoulder, smoking a corncob pipe, holding a giant bag of Peruvian flake, and a single tear streaming down his cheek? Oh, God. (laughs) It's a very um, emotional and symbolic statue of David Crosby. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. I'll go with Ray Manzarek. Ray Manzarek, huh? Mm-hmm. Anybody in the chat got a guess? No? 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 Okay. All right. Uh, well, Ray Manzarek is incorrect. It's Johnny Ramone. Why Johnny Ramone? Not even Joey Ramone? Well, he's there, too. Oh. Uh, oh. He's, he was not far from him. Um, or Dee Dee, actually. So Dee Dee was buried there. But no, Joey, I don't know. I don't know where he's at. Um, but this week in 2005, a statue of the late Johnny Ramone is unveiled at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery in L.A. Not far from his grave is former bandmate Dee Dee Ramone. It shows Johnny in a leather jacket playing his signature Moss Wright guitar. It is a really nice statue, and look at that nice grave site. I mean, oh, that's yeah. like a fucking, that's prime, that's baller, eh? prime uh, real right estate there. Right by the lake. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. It's got this big... Um, pedestal with flowers and then it's even got like fancy red vip velvet rope around it it's really nice um so cool okay there you go uh all right so we got some other random news stories this week oh yeah first new rock and metal albums in less than 30 seconds dahlia let's go january 13th these are all the new albums out okay uh ahab anti moves you gotta say the the title too the the album name (laughs) That's impossible. No, come on. 30 seconds, seconds is already over. 24. All right, Ahab the Coral Tombs, Anti Mose de Beast, Vision, Anubis, Decreation Day, Beyond the. You do. You pick these on purpose. <laughs> no, I don't. Beyond I just, the Black, I, Beyond I just copy the Black, and paste them, I Chrome, The Era of Darkness, Defy the Curse, Horror of Human Sacrifice, Draken, Book of Black, End Time, Forward Slash Cosmic Reaper. Doom Sessions, <laughs> Volume 7. Jared James Nichols, self-titled hey. album. Yeah, he's oh, going to be your... playing. Yeah, we just interviewed him, and he's going to be in Fresno on the 22nd. Okay. Commandant, Titan, Titan Hammer, Obituary, Dying of Everything, Screamer, Keymaker, Termian Catalot, Omen <laughs> X, <laughs> Vile Volo, VA Volo, Neon Noir. What is that? I have no idea. <laughs> How do you have no idea? I you put know. the content it's together. Just, it's hilarious. I just, uh, You're just dropping it's nonsense. It's one of my favorites. It's my favorite. One of my favorite. It's growing into one of my favorite parts of the episode. <laughs> to have Dahlia go through the releases of the week. All right. Golden Globes had Jared Carmichael. Uh, they had a, a, a problem last year where they didn't do it because the Hollywood Foreign Press. Uh, kind of put them on blast. They didn't have a single black member uh, on their um, committee. And so they tried to get Jared Carmichael to host this year, and he was kind of hesitant, but he decided to do it. 
Um, but the big winners of the evening, everything, uh, everywhere, all at once, the Fablemans, the Banshees of Inishirin, and Abbott Elementary and the White Lotus, uh, big winners for television shows as well. And we've been, we just finished White Lotus Season 2. Yeah. It was pretty good, right? But I, I like White Lotus Season 1 a little bit better than Season 2. I think you're more of a fan of the show... In general, in general, you're not really. I like the idea of the vacation, a place where it's a vacation resort, and all these different people's lives kind of intersect there. No, yeah, I don't mind. I, I do like it, the but premise of it. It's not something that I will seek out. Right, fair enough. I hear you. Um, SAG Awards moving to Netflix. They uh, announced their 2023 nominees, so that's going to be happening now. Netflix is going to be broadcasting the winners live on their own YouTube channel. Uh, February 26th, so that's kind of unique for Netflix. It's almost like their own award show. It seems like it's starting to morph into. Uh, Weekly WTF, news from around the world. Another wave of storms headed for California, but actually it's not been that bad. No. Uh, This second wave hasn't been that bad for us, um, but it has been a seventh in a series of storms that has already become, quote, one of the deadliest disasters in the history of our state, according to a spokesman for the office's State of Emergency Services. So 18 storm-related deaths have been reported so far, and uh, who knows after this weekend. Hopefully no more. Uh, There was a big computer glitch that ground a bunch of air traffic. Did you hear about that? I saw a headline about it, but I didn't read the article. It was the first time since September 11, 2001, the FFA, or excuse me, FAA, ordered all planes to land and stay on the ground until 9 a.m. Eastern time. Canceled uh, thousands of flights. Um... Purely by coincidence, Canada's system also went down on the same day, but flights continued without delay. Bizarre. Really weird. I don't know. I think that's kind of like a hacking thing. That is the first thing that came to my mind. You know? Like, that's... I I feel like the government might be downplaying how important and what a problem that is. Yeah. And... There's a reason why they downed And I think that that, that coupled with um, the Southwest cancellations and... The revealing how antiquated their system is of what they do. I think the airline industry and just in general needs to get their shit together and get it updated, right? Yeah. It's like, it's crazy. Time to get with the times. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Hopefully Uh, like that situation that occurred started opening their eyes to, okay, we need to get this, that, and the other going. We're going to end with a positive story. This was kind of cool. There's a, a, a book. It's out, and it's called uh, Need Peace. That's need with a K, uh, like the baking term. Yeah, needing some bread. The proceeds go to humanitarian aid to Ukraine. And even better, the inspiration book comes from inside Ukraine itself. Baker Anna Makievska has kept her bakery in Kiev open throughout the war and has given away, get this, 100,000 loaves of bread to soldiers, hospitals, and the elderly. Wow. Her bakery is crowdfunded, so it's supported by the people themselves. The yeah. book is available on Amazon. It's called Need Peace. So I thought that was really cool. I wanted that to give him a shout super out. admirable. There are people out there, even in an area where it's a war-torn country, where she's using her resources. restaurant and resources to give to the soldiers, the hospitals, and the elderly. Uh, when it's so easy to and kind in of turn, give up. like, look, she's getting the recognition from like the, the crowdfunding. Yep, that's the kind of stuff you want. That's so. Hopefully, it will keep raising karma. money. So, if you guys are looking for something to support and a cool book, I actually want to check out the recipe book. I'm sure it's some interesting recipes. So, yeah. need peace with a K. 
All right, that's it for us this week, guys. Rock News Weekly. Of course, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Rock News Weekly. You guys can watch us live when we go uh, live every Sunday right around 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. Sign up for a free Twitch account, and then you can turn on the uh, notifications. You'll get an alert right there on your cell phone whenever we go live. You guys can check out the video. Uh, check us out on our YouTube channel, all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good rest of your week, all right? Peace. Bye. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Yar, you hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What a date become the largest beasts on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process. Filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake, yar! You need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious, it's krillicious. Yar!